<laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to Tuck Rule Takes, episode 63. Uh, uh, again, we are not, we're, we're doing something different. We're not naming players because the Patriots need to, what, if they get to the playoffs, we'll name players. Up. Exactly. Oh, but, you're, you're, you're missing out on someone very important. All right, throw what it What episode throw number it. is this? Joe jo- 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 Andrewsy. All right. Oh, honorable, God, no. honorable Absolutely mention. Absolutely not. I'm, Joey Andrewsy, this is episode uh, 63. I'm Mike Sullivan. I hate that kid. Big Al is here. Liam's here as well. Um, Feels like like the game was played years and years and years ago. Um, And and I will just get out in front of it. We're not going to harp on this for long whatsoever. Um, But obviously, thoughts with DeMar Hamlin. Um, As of right now, everything is kind of trending positive with him. So... Hopefully it keeps the, keeps going that way. Um, the old cliche: some things are bigger than football. This obviously is. And again, thoughts. If you pray, send those out to him as well. But thoughts are with very, him and his family right now. That sucks. But very, um, very scary. Very, very scary. But hope very, he, hope he makes it out. Very scary. But you know, like I said, I guess the doctor's got like kind of good, good things going on there. So hopefully he'll be fine, um, or as fine as you can be after something like that. Um, but we are here to talk about. The Patriots Dolphins game, which I believe, Al, you didn't think they were going to win, and I don't remember. I think Liam did, but he didn't. He didn't want to think it. If I remember correctly, he he he. I was quite hesitant. Yeah, he pulled the uh, he pulled the old. I think they're going to win, but deep down, he's like, they ain't winning. He did. He did, and um, I just couldn't help but think it was going to end ugly, so I didn't want to say anything. And uh, yeah, it did. It ended ugly for the Dolphins because the Patriots fucking won, ladies and gentlemen, and they hold their playoff destiny in their very underwhelming, underachieving hands. They are they are one win away or loss with a bunch of other things happening, but one win away. We're making the playoffs. Uh, they took care of business 23-21 on New Year's Day. While everybody else was hung over, the Patriots were at work. And they did the damn thing. They did the damn thing. Um, I well will – where where would you guys like to start with this? Because as I told Al before we got on here, I did not take any notes for this game. I was somehow hung over and drunk at the same time watching this game. Uh, but I do still remember it, obviously, because, you know, it's 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 part of what we do here. Um, where where do you guys want to start? Who do you guys want to start with? Uh, Liam, I see you have your your finger up, sir. Uh, I will call on you. I mean, there's really only uh, one place to start, at least in my eyes, and it is our new Lord and Savior, our Shepherd, guiding us through the Valley of Darkness, Kyle Duggar, who also looks like he decapitated Teddy Bridgewater on the way to the end zone, knocked him out of the game. Truly, add him to the list. Add him to the list. Add add, add Kyle Duggar but, to the list. But this one is completely justified. It's not like I love him for no reason. Even though I don't, I love all the other guys for reasons as well. But like, truly, this guy is crushing it this season. He's missed a couple of games, but when he plays, defensive touchdowns and big hits. I'm eating it up. Kyle Duggar is. Um, he has three defensive touchdowns this season. No other player has that. I think it was yeah. something where like he's he's just he's wildly underappreciated outside of New England. No one gives a shit. Nope, it's insane. Um, but no, Kyle. Du- I mean, I you knew in that Raiders game when he picked off Carr when he just like jumped the screen route. Where like I mean yeah. that like you always Dude, that see happened that play so happen. fast. I missed it. I was like, oh, whoa! I didn't even. I looked down for a second. I was like, okay, like I saw. 
Carr stand up and kind of turn. And I was like, okay, he's gonna throw a screen. Look down. All of a sudden, he picked it off and ran. Like, but no, Duggar is. I mean, it it goes to show how important he really is. Um, not only just covering people, just he's getting better. Like he's one of the players you can see is getting better, game in and game out. Where yeah. he's he, he's starting to learn the offenses better. He's starting to you know cover a little bit better. He's always been pretty decent at covering. Well, he's always been yep. leading for you know nothing, but. Um, two, two years, but yeah, no, Kyle Duggar. I mean, he, he, he was the Marcus Jones of this game where it was like, you know, without him, I feel like we don't win. Yeah. You know oh, hundred percent. I mean? He's the difference maker. And you know, if I were to say he'd be like my game breaker, like he was fantastic. I called him on the game breaker in the, the Raiders game, even though the whole thing sucked, I did predict him to do well, but, uh, I want to know like, um, some after the fact thoughts. And I want you guys to be honest, just like quick synopsis. When we drafted Kyle Duggar out of Lenore Ryan, were you guys like, what the fuck is this? Or were you just like, eh, it's Bill. He'll figure it out. Literally, literally, literally like who the hell is this guy? Like a, a division two guy that by the way, you traded back to get. Yeah. Cause you, cause you had a higher, uh, like you were in the uh, last part of the first round. Then you trade back early second round to get him. Because you knew yep. he was going to be there, so so what's the deal? But I mean, you know what? Credit to Duggar, honestly, because he's part of that defensive nucleus that's going to be there for years to come with guys yeah. like Duggar and Judon and Uche and Barmore, all the Jones, Barmore, Jack yep. Jones, Mark, every Jones. Jones. Yeah, there's yeah. all, the all three of them in the world. There's there's a foundation in place, and mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it. You really don't need to make a lot of upgrades. I'd say defensively, maybe another no, maybe another defensive tackle or two. Maybe if that, that if I would that, look to another maybe, safety. If I was going to say maybe a safety, but then again, you have Duggar that can play safety. You have Adrian Phillips that can play safety. So I mean, the safety position you could have covered if you want to take another one. I wouldn't be against it either, Liam. But you know, it's nice to see a piece like Kyle Duggar finally blossom into his own yeah. in his third year in the league and really take off. And it's going to be exciting to watch him the next however many years he's here. Because he had it's some crazy. moments. I think last year he had a pick six, if I remember correctly, but it was only one. That was the only real notable play yeah. I ever saw. Yeah, you can, you can see him start to blossom. I mean, Al, like you said, this team on every every level in the defense, they have young stars. That they, I mean, at the at the line, you got Christian Barmore, who since yep. he came back, he has been a menace. If you watch Monster. the replays, getting double teamed or whatever. Then you have uh, Jawan Bentley captain of the team at linebacker. Obviously, you got Judah and everybody else. I, for, I forgot about Bentley, too. That's Bentley had a great game last one. game. Bentley has had a solid game every game this year. It's crazy. And then you also have, uh, obviously, um, our, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll bring him up, Ronnie Perkins. I mean, you yeah, know, obviously, <laughs> everybody, the, the real star uh, of this defense. That's like the that's that's like the running joke. And then and then in the in the uh, for the DBs, you got you know Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, Kyle Duggar, Adrian Phillips is still there. So he's not the young guy, but he can be kind of the veteran that you yeah. know holds. Pulls the team together. I mean, this this defense is built for the next four, five, six years. I would yeah. I would say. So um, yeah, that is an excellent I, point. Like the defense is pretty locked down, even with McCordy on his way out. Like he can be replaced and whatnot. Duggar's more of like a like a Troy Polamalu strong safety where he hovers in the mm-hmm. linebacker range more than he is deep though. So I feel like we need somebody to cover the deep when McCordy leaves. Could be could be Phillips, but I don't exactly. Uh, see that draft as the someone most natural, who knows. But yeah, yeah, exactly. And this, this is all talk for the offseason. But yeah, just jump jump it off my screen. I saw Kyle Duggar all game, and then he had the big play. I was like, oh my god, like guys, big balling. You love you love to see it. 
Lenore yeah. Ryan, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I thought in, in kind of to uh, to answer your question, I thought that uh, Duggar was going to go the route of like your um, your your oh, fuck, what's his name? Ellis Hobbs, like guys like that oh, who God, come I in and it's Ellis like Hobbs. you know they have like you know it's like ooh like they flash a little bit and then they like, yeah. do Alfonso Denard or Denard yeah. where it's like oh, yeah, good I for thought he was a little be bit. So sick. Yeah, yeah, everybody. But um, but no, I had I had no idea. I mean, obviously, I think like the later round picks, like the later a pick is in the draft, the more confident I am in them. I think it's just because of my confidence in Belichick when he's drafting that late. Develop. Um, but um, to to talk about another young defensive guy, one of the Joneses, Jonathan Jones, had a pick that was fucking beautiful. Oh, he like was, oh, it like bounced off Tyreek Hill. He got it. I was like, there's no way he stayed in bounds. He did stay in bounds. I, that was just chef's kiss beautiful um the 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 defense stepped up i mean jonathan jones has been playing really really well um it's the same old story though literally every game it's like well the defense stepped up the defense was great like besides the bills game the defense has always been fantastic yeah yeah no defense the defense has been you know tremendous um but let me see here I did want to mention uh, Jabril Peppers too. Low key, good game. Like every time when I get on this show and look at the uh, the box score, he doesn't jump out while I'm watching. Like I'm not like, oh my god, he's making all these tackles. But I always look at the box score and he's in like the top three of tackles each week. I'm like, all right, he's a guy that I would love. He's a guy I'd love to see the Patriots resign like for another year next year. Just to see like if he can actually maybe take McCourty's spot or do something because I love college. That was another thing I was going to say. Maybe he could be your replacement for McCourty, or if you want to go Phillips a little more in, as a deep safety, you can have Duggar and Peppers as kind of like your, like you said, Liam, like your linebacker and kind of hovering yeah. around guys. I mean, there were guys that can hit hard too. I mean, you see that. Peppers That's good. Yeah. It's so hard. I think it was it was this game. I don't even remember when or where it was. I think it was like a third down or like a fourth or something. And he just like came from the side and just hit. I don't even remember the Dolphins guy who had the ball, but he hit him and just stopped him in his tracks. It's like there are some hard, hard hitters on this team. Um, and that's what I you need. You need to stop that, the Bills yep. crossing routes, which was a huge problem for us last year. That drove me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I think a big part of that too was, you know, Jonathan Jones wasn't there. But I mean, again, yeah. he, I mean, he didn't play, you know, tremendously the first game of the year that they played no. the Bills. But um, that, was, that was pretty tough. I mean, I don't know. You got, you got to, and, and we'll talk about the Bills game um, a little later. But I mean, you just got to hope that people are healthy. You got to hope that at least two of the three Joneses are healthy and ready to go. Um, but yeah, no, this, I mean, this defense I'm looking right now. Um, Carl Davis, Barmore had a sack. I mean, it's just they're the defense. I know they got a lot of shit for only play, you know, only playing well against or like only winning against, you know, backup quarterbacks or non-starters and stuff. But let's not like people, people forget how the, how good they played against Aaron Rodgers for basically two and a half quarters, how good they played against Lamar Jackson before he, you know, did, did his thing. I mean, they played great yeah. against Derek Carr too. Um, but it's just, that's why, like I see people, people tweeting and stuff. I can't believe Derek Carr beat us. I like, know the Patriots beat the Patriots that game. Like we don't yeah. need to talk about the Raiders game again. Please. But the Patriots no. ended up beating the Patriots there. Um, but yeah, just a g- great, great defensive game. Um, Al. Yes. Do you have any main points that you wanted to throw in here before we <clears throat> before we talk about you, the offense, something like that, whatever you want to do? Where where well, else it, would you like to go with this? Well, I was actually just about to bring up the offense, and I was gonna ask you guys what was kind of your thoughts on just kind of seeing 
how the offense started out really well on that first drive touchdown where they went right down the field, it looked like mm-hmm. kind of stalled out and then kind of picked it back up toward like the, the end of the game, I want to say. Were there any improvements that you saw? Were there, is there anything that kind of like made you mad, made you upset and be like the same old offense? Because for me, it just it I just want the consistency. You know, I'm not yeah. saying they got to score every drive. Like that's impossible. We know that. But mm-hmm. to show more progress than anything and get away from the the three and outs. There's so many three and outs. I think they went a couple drives in a row where they went three and out. And it's like, why? Why is this still happening? Why is it again, why is it still so predictable? Like, why is it that we can call the next play and none of the three of us i know liam you played football mike i don't know if you played football but 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 like Mm -hmm. why are we able to call plays from the couch like oh we know a run's coming because that's what they do every second down after they throw first down or up yep they're gonna call Mm -hmm. a screen here like why is it become why does it become so predictable that's that's where i'm at the point of no and it's just and here's the thing too and this is the last thing i'll say then i'll kind of open up the floor for you guys even Robert Kraft, there are rumors going around and reports going around that Robert Kraft is sick and tired of this, and he's mm-hmm. going to demand for changes in the offseason on the offensive side of the ball. And to that I say, good. Thank yeah. you for stepping in and doing that. You're, you're, mm-hmm. I'm glad you realize it. Make your Hall of Fame head coach realize that too. So I, I, I saw that report too, and I th- that while I 1,000% believe that, that to me is almost like, like the media just stating the obvious just yeah. to like stir shit. It's like, yeah, no shit. Robert Kraft isn't happy about the offense. No shit. He's going to talk to Belichick about making changes. It, it's like one of those things where it's like, of course it is. But now that it's out there, it turns and then it starts to snowball into, you know, Belichick yeah. is, you know, Kraft and Belichick. We've, like, we've been saying yeah, it all course. year. Like, why does yeah. he get fed up with it by week 15? He should have been Belichick fed up with this, this by week eight. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like that backhanded compliment and diss to Belichick. I'm sure Belichick fucking knows that his offense sucks. Like You can it, tell he, he does. You can kind of yeah. tell when they ask him. Of course. He, I mean, you see him murmuring fuck under his breath on the sidelines every three and yeah. out. He's like, <sighs> yep. Yeah, what I will say, I think I am, I'm fucking done with the screens. I don't need any more screens. I don't, like, I I just. I still I, like the screen just game. Every, every, like, once in a while. We don't need it every yeah. second down. Or, like, every time there's three receivers on one side, doesn't always have to be a screen. Like, I don't, it, it's not as productive as it's been. Or, like, I don't need, you know, built-in screens to running backs or things like that. It just doesn't seem to work. Like, why not? Because we've seen it now. When, the, when this team opens up the offense a little bit, just a little bit, they're pretty fucking good. I mean, you got Mac Jones dropping dimes to Jacoby Myers, like over two defenders. He's throwing them deep to Thornton now. I mean, it, it's like it, you're you're starting to see, and it, it might be a little bit too late, but you're starting to see like what we thought. Like I thought this progression in the offense was going to happen in week like two or three. Not in yeah. week fifteen and sixteen, like that. That's not where I thought it was going to be. I don't think that's where anybody thought it was going to be. I um, I would have even just real quick. I would have even taken yeah. it in like week six or seven. Like yep. that would have been fine too. Like get it in October so that way November and December you can play your best football. Exactly, football. exactly. And it just I don't like I I still feel the same way about Patricia. Um, I still would if I could pick. I would prefer to, he can still stay on the team and still, you know, advise or do whatever he wants. I would like to, to, to have a, something else in there. Um, but 
I don't know if he if he does stay around though. We've we've seen what works. Stick with what works. Like obviously, when when you solidify the offensive line and Mac Jones has time to throw, again he's not perfect. I said that last podcast, but he 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 knows what he's doing. He reads defense as well. That that touchdown to Jacoby Myers was beautiful, beautiful. When when they both saw what was going on, he just snapped it real quick, threw it. Myers almost got killed but like you know he jumped like yeah. 10 feet in the air and came straight down but um it, it's like i mean the play stuff. before then the, i don't know if it was still myers but it looked like they were calling a run play and no one was covering myers and the patriots ended up calling a timeout and then went back out there yep. and yep. that's when they threw it to myers but stuff like that where if that was Thornton, run, I think. I think Thornton was uncovered yeah. because I remember when he's they like waving his arms. He's like, dude, exactly. Like, and that's yeah. what, like I, I distinctly remember that because I was standing up because I had to go to the bathroom and I was waiting for the play. Uh, someone blew the whistle. I was like, all right, cool. And as I'm walking away, I can hear from the bathroom my father-in-law being like, "Why did we call the timeout?" And yeah. Like, Wait, why? And then in my head, out loud, <laughs> out loud too. I'm like, "Why did we call the timeout?" And, and honestly, it's just a blunder by score. the Dolphins. To, he was uncovered before the timeout, and then oh, he was uncovered God. again after the timeout. That God. won't happen with any other. There was I mean, most there other was teams. Uh, there was another. There was uh, I don't even know who it was from the Dolphins running off the field. They had too many men on the field. They, they, this is just the stupid shit with this yeah. offense. It's like. And I hate but to like, say it, Tom Brady uh, would have just snapped the ball and thrown any, it out there. Like he would have audibled out of the run and just fucking thrown it. It it looked like Mac Jones was trying to snap it quick, anyways. Regardless if you got out yeah. of the run or not, he was still trying to snap it with someone else on the field. But like, yeah. but but Belichick called the timeout, and it's like that's just like the like the weird like junked up offense that this is. Where like yeah. no one's always on the same page. Yeah, it's very it's it's very frustrating to watch, and like. I think we have to like we we have to stop. I shouldn't say we I have to stop thinking that this offense is going to like click because they're not going to they're just not going to click. This is this is the equivalent of like you're zipping a zipper and it just gets stuck and it just won't go up. You keep doing it because you think it's going to go up and it just won't go up. So like I I, and I think this is these are the types of wins that they're going to have to have. They're going to have to have the defensive games. Uh, offense is going to have to not make the crucial mistakes, which they didn't. They really didn't, which was nice. Um, it's just like this. These are the type of games that they're going to have to play. And I mean, we're talking like there's many, many games left in the year. There's albeit most likely one left. But um, but yeah, I just I I was I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised with the offense at times. And I was I was I was unpleasantly upset at times. I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't I don't I, I don't know where I stand on this offense. I think that's kind of a microcosm of the offense as a whole this season. Yeah, it's I think just... there's a, a either a mental or a talent standpoint like cap on this offense in this game as well. Like they weren't getting the ball to Kendrick Bourne. Even I'm thinking, like, come on, he had a big game, like, get him involved. And then he finally gets in the game, and he false starts. And I'm like, dude, like, you're one, you're not helping your case here. We're trying to get you on the field, and you do that shit. And then, like, he eventually had one catch for 16 yards. But, like, stuff like that where it's like, it seems like there's a mental barrier on this team from stopping them, just like that goal line play that we just talked about, where it's like they're just going to make really dumb mistakes, and that's uncharacteristic for a Patriots team. But mm-hmm. the talent isn't great either, and Robert Kraft addressed it, and we've all known it all season. The Patriots, 
the the Dolphins were forcing them to play the Patriots game, which is throw short, dig and dunk the entire way down. They were mm-hmm. forcing them to make big plays. And Tyquan Thornton had a couple, you know, deep catches and whatnot. He was able to get some distance on just about all of his catches. Yeah. And that was how we ended up winning. But it, it was ugly. It wasn't like natural. Like we no. he for, forced one to Tyquan Thornton down the sideline. Or no, it wasn't Tyquan Thornton. It was somebody. He had somebody down the sidelines. He overthrew him, and the guy was open. Single Nelly, coverage Nelly, down the sidelines. Nelly, Nelly, Nelly like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Nelly. He had like a. He had just about a step. Like it, it, yeah. who knows? Like if the DB would have got there, but it was like he could have laid it in there better. Yeah. yeah, he he missed him by like three or four years. And it didn't even right. touch right. Nelly's hands. Like I would have mm-hmm. at least liked to see Nelly get the chance to drop it. Like yeah, but, he, yeah right. Just say, give me, give me the chance. And yeah, that's put it, that, that, put no, it this way. Put it this way. How many of the wins this year, they're eight and eight. How many of their eight wins would you guys say were comfortable wins where you kind of knew that they had the game the whole time. You kind of knew that, okay, this should be easy. Cause I can only think of three, really. I can think of the Lions Browns, game. Lions. I can think of the Browns and I can think of the Cardinals. That's it. Like the Steelers game was back and forth for the most part. The two Jets games were back and forth for the most part. I mean, you had, no, the, the I first... was confident in the first Jets game. See, I wasn't because they were down ten to three, and if it wasn't for a um, a roughing the passer penalty, they could have been down seventeen to three and lose that game. Yeah, so. but then after that, though, because that was all before the half, and then after that, they had a twelve point lead basically all the way through the second half. And at that point, I was like, "This Jets offense is anemic." Like twelve points felt like forty. And I, I explained to Mike when we were on the show that week, I was like, "There was no way the Jets were scoring two touchdowns." And that that mm-hmm. so that felt comfortable for me, even though like normally, like a twelve point yeah, lead we is can... not safe at all. We can we can agree to disagree on that one. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and totally. Then, For the mo- then I wasn't just, extremely comfortable with the Cardinals game either. Like until like the scoop and until, score by McMillan. Yeah, I was like, oh Jesus, the tie okay, at so halftime. We, so we yeah. can trade off. So so basically, we're yeah, at yeah. three. So that's yeah. that's the whole point, right? It's like this is how this Patriots team in twenty twenty two won games. You know, they had to win them ugly. They had to rely on the defense. If you got one or two offensive drives that were good, like that was a win. And and I'm and I'm gonna be careful with how I compare this because I compared this on my podcast, Legends Lingo podcast. The 2022 Patriots, in a sense, remind me of a slightly less talented version of the 2000 Ravens. In the sense that they had a really good defense, offense was kind of, you know, they had a couple pieces in place. But like you think yeah. about it, right? And and I'm not saying that Mac Jones is Trent Dilfer. I want that clear. Like we're we're not saying that Mac Jones is better than Trent Dilfer. We Sounds know that. To me, like that's exactly what you're saying. But... I love Trent uh, Dilfer. Uh, see, see, this is this guy. You know, this guy over here just loves to just stir the pot unnecessarily too. When I, I can only I can Jones only speak on what I hear, and, and I'm hearing a lot of negative. I mean, I'm Mac hearing, I hate Jones Matt. is better than Trent Dilfer. Are your headphones working? God, it's like I had to like it was like pulling teeth getting him to say that. God, Sheesh. okay, proceed, proceed. Sheesh. God, I didn't know we had a Zappy guy. Wow. I don't even I don't wow. even want to bring up Zappy. Yeah. I don't even want to yeah. bring up Zappy. I'm sorry. Wow. Bro, Zappy guy. Yeah, God. Go. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, yes. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's not Trent Huge. Dilfer, obviously. Yes, yes. Yeah. He's not Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Jamal Lewis and Ramondre Stevenson, decent running backs, everything. Yeah. Couple weapons. Jamal's Jamal's one of the best running backs. Come on. Come on. Put some respect on the man's name. Added to the yeah. list. Dude, he That's ran a random two, one. Yo, That's he ran for 2,000 yards. No, no, no. He's one of eight running backs to run for 2,000 yards. Come on. No, there, 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 there are, there, there needs to be the, the guidelines for Liam's list 
of, yeah. of players is a, is yeah, a little yeah. bit more. It, it, it needs to be. It like has kind to be of somebody that I would where. No, it has to be somebody little, I would kill for. Yeah. Like so I, he's not, I, he I'm didn't just admitting Jamal Lewis was a, he was a all decade running back. He was fantastic. No, he was Jamal. Jamal Lewis was good, but here's yeah. the main point, right? The, the, how did the Ravens win? They won with defense. That yeah. was the way they won a championship. Ray that Lewis year. murderer that, out that, there. That, that defense was Killing. one of the best Killing. of all time. Mm-hmm. Seriously, was one of the best of all time. That's why they I, won. They were the best. I, I firmly yep. this This page, the 85 Bears would like a word with you. But anyways, there's another there's bunch another of senile case. coots. Couldn't Legions hold a candle. Bo- Legion of Boom. Listen, I still listen, yeah, them. not impressed. Legion of Boom, it decent too. But here's the thing, right? They win ugly. That's the yeah. thing. They win ugly. And in the NFL, sometimes it's that you, that's how you have to do it. But it's not a sustainable recipe to be able to win a championship all the time. That Ravens team got, got lucky because their defense was that dominant. And even like yeah. the 2002 Buccaneers, they were kind of the same thing. Really yes. good defense. And, you know, they had Brad Johnson as their quarterback. Beast. And then they had they had some they had some talent. They had Mike Allstott. They had uh, Keyshawn, um, Keyshawn Johnson. Like they Monster. they had pieces Keenan in McCardell. place. Michael yeah, Keenan McCardle Senior. Forgot about them. Forgot about them. Yeah. But yeah, Monsters. that's so. So that's kind of my point. Is like you're gonna they're just gonna win ugly. This Patriots team is gonna win ugly. Yeah, and we just have to accept that. No, no, until you, next you just year named two championship teams though. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, say, yeah. You, you know, you know who else they're won ugly, ugly a lot but of they're games? Winning. The Giants, the 07 and 2008 yeah. Giants won ugly too. Very um, ugly. But yeah, they were. But yeah, those, but those teams also had legit OCs like coaching them too. So yeah, that's true. That uh, is that is the that is that is the one. Both of those Super Bowls though, with those great defenses, both those Super Bowls, those that that team dominated the Buccaneers Liam, and the I Ravens just, both smoked. The, Liam, I just have I just have one question, point blank for you right now. Like, there's no sugarcoating. There's no BSing this. Do you want Matt Patricia back as the OC next year? It's not the end of the world to me if he is, but. Okay. I mean, I, it's okay. not particular, not particularly, but like, I'm if he is, I'm not gonna, you know, put a yes or yes m- or no. Do you want him back? Yes or no? You gotta pick gun one. To, can't gun to my one. head. No. I, okay. No, I guess. Not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I just want to see where you're at. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I, I think I get I, I get what what Liam's saying because part of part of my brain feels that same way where it's like. If he does come back, like I, I have seen some good things from the offense. So it's like, I mean, I, I'm, but that's just me again, putting my faith in Belichick that he'll yeah. be able to like kind of tie the bow on everything. But ideally, no, I don't, I don't want. I think it's more of a personnel me. issue than anything else. Like if, you know, in a hypothetical world, if we have mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs or DeAndre Hopkins, we're probably fucking fine. And like Matt Patricia can draw up plays to get the ball to DeAndre Hopkins or Stefan Diggs. I mean, you you would you would like to think so, but I, and I think I, yeah, fuck yeah, thank you. That reminded me of something you said, Liam. Yeah, you, you said you you were saying that it was a is a personnel issue kind of with them. I think the Patriots are talented enough on offense. Right they now. are. Um, it, I mean, obviously, Jonu Smith is down. Um, Jacoby Myers, uh, uh, a little bit hobbled. It looked like for a second there, but he's still good. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick Bourne is MIA, so it'd be cool if he could play here and there. Um, you know, De- Devontae Parker isn't playing, but it'd be cool yeah. if he was too. Al, you're but... real quiet this week on Kendrick Bourne. I thought he was a difference maker. Doesn't he win us games? He can be a difference maker. He <laughs> can win you games, but when you don't play him, and then the first thing, like you said, he comes in, he has a false start penalty. Like, yeah. you can't be doing that. He yeah. Oh, speaking, speaking of false start penalties, that you you also remind me. Trent Brown came in today. Uh, came in this weekend with his with his weekly weekly penalty. I think he's the second most penalized offensive lineman in the no, league right now. No, most penalized now. I thought I thought someone in Dallas was. No, he they they said no. He on took the him over. 
He took yeah. him over now. Uh, yeah, of course. Congrats he did. Of course to Trent he did. Brown. Um, do you hard work and dedication? <laughs> That's not easy. Do you, you have remember to really try Liam, and suck. when I think even last year and this year as well, we were singing Trent's Brown, Trent Brown's praises to anybody that would listen. It was like, guys, oh, just dude. wait till Trent Brown comes back. The He's first the four games it, of it, last season, oh, you would have thought like Trent Brown was 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 James White, everything, the Lord yeah. and Savior, everything. He, God, he we were t- and and to his to his credit, he did play. He did play very good last He's year. Great, but this year, I think it's just you. You got to either switch him to right tackle, what he's used to, or just let him go this offseason. Same thing with Isaiah Wynn. Either put him to left tackle where he's used to or send him off. But I, I think, Al, you said there's there's guys out there that they can get. We'll talk about that as the when the season officially ends. We'll talk about what they could do. But, yeah, Trent Brown, mm-hmm. I just I, – I, and then there's times where he's not making – he's not he's not getting flagged for anything, but times where he just looks lost. It's like I don't – I. I'm done. I'm I'm done with him too. I am more done with him than I am Matt Patricia. Like I just I don't I don't want to see him anymore. I get that he's big and he's intimidating, but he had his good couple of years, and I think he's I think he should send him out with Isaiah Wynn and just replace him, draft someone. With Belichick you. drafts offensive linemen like it's like it's his job. I mean, come on. Um, but yeah, Kendrick Bourne. I don't. I am. I am squarely on the Kendrick Bourne train though. Like after a six catch hundred yard game. How does he only have what two targets, three targets? I think one uh, catch. I know that. that. I know that. I know he had one catch, and it's just like what? God, like it, with with an offense, especially towards the end of the year, it's like listen, whatever whatever punishment he was getting, whether you like it or not, whatever was going on, you are in the last couple games of the year. Why not just try <laughs> to use all the tools in your toolbox? And it's things like this. It's the continuous obvious shotgun runs or screens that everybody knows that's coming. It's things like these that make me want McDaniels. I mean, no God, not McDaniels Patricia out of there. And it's just like, why, why can't you get him involved? Why can't you like put him on the field instead, instead of Nelson Aguilar. Nelly is a hundred percent gone at the end of this year. A hundred percent. This is his last year. Get him out. like like if 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 you are if you are gonna keep Kendrick Bourne happy for his final year if you plan on keeping him why not have him in these games like and I know that Kendrick Bourne is the eternal happy guy I feel like there's nothing that's gonna you know break his stride like he's always gonna be happy but it's like God and and I'm not one of the people where it's like the second he does something well it's like you got to get Kendrick Bourne the Kendrick Bourne the ball more but like you can't get him the ball more than once that that's my thing just have him in the lineup. Like he doesn't even he doesn't even play half the snaps like per no. game. Like he's playing forty percent of snaps, and that's not. It doesn't even feel like it's forty percent. Feels like it's more twenty percent. And the thing is, is that Kendrick Bourne is a guy that, like you said, he's going to be around for one more year if they don't trade him and they don't release him. You know, a- Aguilar is going to get paid somewhere else. You know, and, and Liam, I know you love Aguilar, but we got to face the facts. The Patriots. I like him too. Him. I do they like don't, him. You, you do. Should. But okay, best so, wide receiver I've ever seen. So, so two thirds of the podcast likes it. That's great. But here's the, the thing, list. too. It, it's just like, why are you keeping a guy out that it, it just feels like it's you're still keeping him out because of beginning of the season issues, and and Bill Belichick's doing no no good in the press conferences when they're asked when reporters are asking why isn't Bourne used more, and he just says, oh, no particular reason. It's like Bill, if you have his back, just all you have to say is. 
we, you know, we just felt a little, you know, we wanted different formations with different guys. Kendrick's still a big part of our offense. That's all you got to say. Bill's never been a part of that, though. He doesn't go out on the limb for players like that. I also think Belichick's done with the media this year. He's done ever since the since the Mac Zappy thing, like how the media kept asking about Zappy, then Mac, and now like every week it's like, are you confident? And Matt, I, I think he's just fucking done with the media this year. So I think no matter what answer he gives, it's like he he doesn't want to talk to them this year. I think anymore. So I like it's I almost like him. you can't you can't take too much stock in things that he says. But I get what you're saying now, where it's like you know you could explain it a little more, but. I mean, at this point, I feel like Belichick's just at his wit's end. He's just like, listen, guys, this is what we're doing. We're going to do what's best for the team. We're going to do what's best for the team. Like, why are you asking me these questions? Like, ask me about the opposing team's fullback. I'll talk to you for hours. Like, don't don't right. talk to me about what I'm doing. Just let it just – we all know what's going I see, And that's part of the thing. I think I feel like he's like, listen, <laughs> we all know that I kind of fucked up a little bit, that I kind of thought that we were going to be a little bit better than we are that, you know, and like he keeps saying, he's the head coach. He'll take the blame. Yeah. He, and he does deserve some of the blame, but cause I think there's a lot of blame to go around. Belichick obviously deserves some. I mean, we talked about it last, uh, last week where, you know, just him making the decision to bring in Patricia and uh, Joe judge and everything and what's going on with them. And it's just like, I mean, this that's why this year kind of sucks because you see the issue, but there's really nothing you can do to fix it because to fix it, you need to get the, the, the you need to change the entire scheme. And it's like, listen, we're just going to try to win ugly and maybe some lucky things fall our way. And, you know, you get into the playoffs, you win a game or two. And I mean, who knows? But I don't know. And that's why I said there's a, a mental cap as well as a, a talent cap on this team. Like, I know you guys think the offense is pretty good. And I think so too. Like we do have two great tight ends. We have certainly serviceable wide receivers, one of the better slot receivers in the league and two fantastic running backs, but that's clearly not enough. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like the guys just aren't getting open. And when they do, like they make mistakes, they make drops, they make false starts. And that's as much of a mental mistake as it is like a personnel mistake. But this offense just can't seem to do anything right. There's a severe lack in big plays. We can barely score in the red zone. Stuff like that is as much of a scheme issue as it is a talent issue. No, we don't have any dynamic players. There's no no one on this team that one in particular guy really fucking scares you. And that's fine. Like having a balanced offense works for some teams, but mm-hmm. We're we're a run heavy team, and it's it obviously just not working for us. I don't know exactly what the problem is, but I gotta think we just need better players. Like these guys would all be great if we could get somebody to really take the top off of defense. Then we could, you know, defense would be more scared of Tyquan Thornton if we actually used our tight ends. That would probably open up our wide receivers, but we don't. Yeah. But we didn't use our tight ends last year, and Matt Patricia wasn't involved, so it's like it's a. I don't think that's I don't think that's a Matt Patricia issue either. It's a combination of everything. It's a combination of not having the number one receiver. It's a combination of your offensive line has been kind of yeah. They can't block long enough for somebody to go deep anyway. They can't block. Mm -hmm. Yep, Trent Brown, Isaiah Wynn not doing their jobs. Andrews being hurt for certain parts. Trent Brown doing the opposite of his job. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the tight it's the tight (laughs) ends not getting involved. It's the offensive play calling. It's everything. It's everything. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. It's Mac taking a step back, like in some areas, but also mm-hmm. because of coaching, like there's other reasons why he's gone down because of the coaching he's been given and the, and the hand he's yep. been given. So it's everything. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It, okay. it, and I think that's the frustrating part. 
is there anyone on this offense that is completely free of blame? Like, I don't blame Ramondre Stevenson for anything. I think he's been fantastic. Uh, even, even okay, though he... you know what? Good. It's good you brought him up. F- finish what you were going to say, because I want to talk about him. Yeah, please. Because, like, obviously the fumble at the end of the Bengals game sucks. Horrible, untimely fumble. Last week, week one, Damian, or last year, week one, Damian Harris fumbled and we lost the game against the Dolphins. Like, unfortunately, shit like that is going to happen. We didn't fault Damian Harris. Motherfucker had 17 touchdowns last year. We're like, all right, like that fumble sucked. It was untimely. He didn't fumble a whole lot the rest of the season. He was still fantastic. So I don't blame Ramondre. I don't exactly blame Mac Jones either. Hell, I don't blame Jacoby Myers. uh, Friggin'. David Andrews, I don't blame him when he plays. He's been fantastic, and he got unfairly decapitated in the Bears game, and that kind of threw him off his rhythm. But he's still been fine, too. So I can pick out some names on this offense, and I'm like, they're free of blame. But then I look at, you know, Tyquan Thornton, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith. Uh, Mm -hmm. Damian Harris has struggled this year, but obviously Armando is the man, so I understand that. Even Nelly, I'll throw a little blame his way. I'll have to do it, but I will. (laughs) Yeah, Kendrick Bourne is obviously can get a lot of blame too, but I don't think like this offense is unsalvageable. Like we don't need a complete overhaul. There are some guys that like really played well this season and did the best with the hand they were dealt. You just, just fine one... fine tune it. Fine yeah, tune you it. just need one. Like okay, honestly, like because because Devontae Parker is obviously going to be here. He's under contract. Um, Kendrick Bourne under. I'm talking about the people that are under contract. So you have the yeah. two tight ends. I still think and you have, Bourne's gone. But. Then you exactly, but you have Bourne, who technically is still under contract. You got Devontae Parker. You need to sign Jacoby Myers if you have a, and then Tyquan Thornton. So you know, let's even say Bourne is gone. If you have Devontae Parker, Jacoby Myers, Tyquan Thornton, and then playmaker X, whoever you want to say, a, yeah. a realistic one, not because I mean, obviously you're not getting, you know, fucking, I don't know, Justin, DeMar, whoever, but like, if you have those three receivers with the two tight ends, maybe or take a pick with the tight ends. Maybe, maybe they cut one to make cap space or trade one or whatever. If you have either Hunter Henry or John Smith and you have Jacoby Myers, Tyquan Thornton, Devonte Parker, and a playmaking receiver, and then you have Ramondre Stevenson back there as well. Probably yep. Damian Harris, whoever. Get a I, solid I offensive lineman. Yeah, exactly. I think I think this offense is right back in it. That's why when people talk about how, oh my God, the Patriots are in a rebuild, I don't think so at all. You need to no. either sign alignment, draft alignment, do those two things. I'm cool with that. Wh- whichever one of the big two you want to sign, and then if you want to draft one, I'm cool with that as well. And then just get a, whether it's a rookie standout who's kind of like a, you know, no miss guy or get a guy that's been in the league for a few years, four or five years who the defense has to game plan against. And I think this offense is right back in it because I yes. think if you, if you give Mac yeah. time and you give him people that can act, you know, dynamic player, just like any quarterback, the offense is fine. And then the defense is, I mean, the defense is what they are. I mean, I have zero and worries about that. That's why I think it's so frustrating. And I'll point it out at the beginning of the show. To start off this game, I was like, the offense looks dynamic. This looks sick. First drive of the Vikings oh game. God. Deep touchdown over the middle. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, the offense oh. looks great. And plenty of times. The offense looks fantastic, and then it stalls. And then maybe it picks back up like it did in the Dolphins game, or sometimes it doesn't, and it just remains shitty all game. And yep. you're like, why? you like, you had it. It was there. Everything worked. Could the yeah. defensive adjustments be so good from almost every other team that our offense becomes inept for the whole middle of the game and sometimes the whole rest of the game. And that's what's the most frustrating about it. It's like you get a taste of it and it's just yeah. gone. Yeah, exactly. That's that that's that's the thing. So it, it's it's frustrating. 
for most Patriots fans because they're so the the team is so close, but the issues are uh, like like the issues need to be need to be addressed or else or else you're gonna stay so close, so close, so close. So I don't it's it's frustrating, but I have no issue with ugly wins. I know that some people are saying that this season hasn't been fun for them. Even though the team has been frustrating to watch, I, I still have fun watching them because I think that there's still I, I don't know. There's still there's still excitement that happens. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like it's not fun watching the Patriots, you know, learn new ways to lose games. But oh, yeah. um, I, I I saw people. I, I actually wanted to ask you guys about this. Some Patriots fans or uh, some uh, beat reporters being like, "Oh God, I I hope the Patriots don't make the playoffs because I can I can't sit through sit through another game of this offense trying to do that." Uh, to that, I'll just give my thoughts on that. Then I want to hear what you guys say. I don't give a shit how bad you think the team is or anything. You can't sit there and say, "I hope this team doesn't make the playoffs," or like if they're winning or they make the playoffs, and you're like, "Oh God!" Like you're in the dance. You're in yeah. the playoffs. That's a huge thing for for the young players, for the veteran player, for for McCordy and Slater. They might see that and then be like, oh, shit, like maybe I will sign a one year deal, you know, because we did, you know, it, the year was tough. We all know it. But, you know, we got in there. We made the playoffs for for free agents coming in. Yeah, sure. They had a rough year, but they were a playoff team. They still made it in there. Maybe I'm the piece that needs to be here to, you know, push this team to the next level. I hate that bullshit loser mentality that Patriots fans have had this season, especially recently when they're on the verge of making the playoffs. What do you guys think about that? Oh, <clears throat> will I be happy if the Patriots make the playoffs? Of course, being a diehard Patriots fan, you want to see them in the dance, mm -hmm. of course. But would I be necessarily upset if they didn't make the playoffs? No, because that to me would assure a hundred percent that Robert Kraft is going to go down to Bill and say, "Listen, this offense sucked this year. Go out and get some actual play play callers that'll actually improve this offense and give this offense the boost that it needs." Because we we kind of said it right. The pieces are there. There are a lot of good pieces in that offense. You just need the right mind behind it. So what I because if they made the playoffs. Bill Belichick could, you know, go to Robert Kraft and say, look at what we did. We went nine and eight with basically an anemic offense. If you give Matt one more year as OC, I'm sure it can be better. That's the only thing that worries me a little bit. But overall, to, to kind of put tie it all together, kind of put a bow on it, want them to make the playoffs, wouldn't be like overly crazy upset if they didn't. So, so let me give you a taste of your own medicine here. Say you work in Vegas. You're one of those guys that crunches the numbers. You can decide the next game, whether we go to the playoffs or not. It's all in your hands. You know and can dictate the outcome. Thinking long-term on, just like you said, what will this mean for the team in the offseason and for next season, as well as the team that we have right now, considering that we have two all-time Patriots greats who are on the cusp of retiring, what would you choose? Do they make the playoffs or do they not? Which one benefits the team long-term? I mean, which benefits the team long-term? Or which one making... do you want, I guess? I Like I said, I, 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 I figure you will do what's best for the team, assuming you're selfless. <laughs> I try to be selfless as much as I can. I mean, if we're going to be selfless and it's for the long-term of the team, you don't want them making the playoffs because you want someone in there to actually call a good offense. 
Don't touch the defense. Let the defense stay as is. Have Matt Judon be the defensive coordinator for all I care. I don't care how you do it. The defense is great. Keep the defense as it is. Keep the defense as it is, right? You need something different on offense. You don't That's go a lot of stock scoring. in the last game, though. Like, I, I can't you don't imagine go from like, scoring. this last game depends on if Matt Patricia keeps his job and doesn't. I think they've made up their mind by this point. You would think, but, I, I mean, crazier stuff's happened, man. Crazier you're stuff right, has happened. Right. I think – so I, I, I get what you're saying, Al, but I think we – we we kind of are like not giving Belichick credit. Like, do we really think that if the Patriots make the playoffs and let's just assume it's not a great loss to the bills or the chiefs, because it's going to be one of those teams that we end up playing if we make the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. Like, do, do you really think that Belichick's going to go to craft and say, yeah, we sucked for the whole year, but at least we, like, I just, I can't, I can't yeah. see him saying that. And also if we go back to last week when, when uh, when we were talking about, I think the plan all along wasn't even to have Patricia be the offensive coordinator moving into that. Like, I don't think that was the first, that was, you know, the first call for Option Belichick. Number, uh, yeah, one, so yeah. I don't even think no matter what, uh, you know, unless, I, like, unless, I don't know, some, something crazy happens and, you know, Patricia, uh, I, like, I don't know, him, Kraft, and Belichick all sit down and they craft, they craft this perfect plan. <laughs> I don't think Patricia's coming back as the offensive play caller at all. So, so while if, if there was a chance that he could come back, I get what you're saying now, because you know, it's like, you don't make the playoffs change is going to be forced, but I think that change is going to be forced anyway. I think that no matter what, yeah, like, th- like That's what I'm saying. I just don't think there's that much stock in this last game. Yeah. And then there's really not one playoff spot. Now, if they make the playoffs and they win two games and the offense looks good, that's different. Because that yeah. shit, I'll even be like, maybe we bring Patricia back. But yeah, I, I mean, I let's let's be honest. Right. I don't think so if that's the Patriots the win, if they win playoff games, that's not how they're going to win. Like, let's just call it call it what yeah. it is. They're, they're um, going to win like seventeen, fourteen type. Games, yeah, but that I was like yeah, a ten to seven. <laughs> it's going to be a rock fight, and and I've also seen people say it. Oh well, you know, do you really want them making the playoffs? The the you know their their draft pick, their draft pick. Right now, the Patriots. I'm looking at the whole draft order. The Patriots are picking 22nd. If they don't make the playoffs, they're going to pick what? 21st or 20th. Do you even, right. th- I don't even think that Belichick should pick in the first round. I think he the, should the, trade the, that pick away or trade the, up or the trade draft, away for, for a receiver. The draft argument. I never get why people want to argue about draft. Order. Get Just because of that. Unless point. You're and I agree with that point. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah, it, oh, congratulations. You can go from 22nd to 18th or 17th. Like, cool. What do you do? You're not going to get yeah. like a game changer. But yeah, sorry. no, it, 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 it no, it, it does not make sense to me. Like, I mean, I'm sitting here looking at teams, you know, that 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 could want to move up. Um, I mean, you like, you know, you have you have Houston. Actually, Houston has two picks in the in the first round. So, like, they're not going to want to come back in. But I mean, you got where the where the hell is Arizona? They're picking four. Like, I don't like. I just don't see how the Patriots would want like thinking like oh we can instead of being 21st we can have the 20th pick like that that's bullshit like i said yeah. it, it I've, I've never understood that al i agree with you as well i mean to, to me you either trade out for more picks you trade up with that or you trade for a receiver or or some big thing i there's there's no reason to pick at number 21 or or 20 or 22 21 wherever they end up wherever yeah. they end up falling so um i don't think so but uh, did you guys any any final thoughts? Things you guys wanted to say about the Dolphins game? 
Uh, not particularly. I did want to speak on the playoff thing, though. I, I yes, had a let's conversation go. Let's move into with, that. Um, with, I have the pay, talk Patriots with a lot of my customers, just as like small banter. I like to talk shit. Plus, I know a lot of them are diehard Patriots fans, so I actually mm-hmm. like to hear what they have to say. And like there, there's been a vast majority of guys that's like, ah, this team sucks. I don't even want to watch them in the playoffs. And I was like, yeah, like I know what you mean. Like it's been pretty brutal. But one guy had like a really nice outlook on it. And like that's, I kind of adopted his philosophy where he was just like, dude, that means I get to watch the Patriots for one more week. He goes, I don't care if they get blown out like they did last year against the Bills. I get to sit down with my friends and my family and a six pack and watch the Patriots in the playoffs. And it's a big occasion. And he goes, whether they win or lose, and he goes, and it's football. Any given Sunday, they could win. They could exactly. win. He goes, will they? Probably not, but they can. And he goes, it's the the promise. It's the idea. He goes, it's the reason I buy a Powerball ticket. Because I'm buying the dream. I'm buying the idea mm-hmm. that, hey, I stamped my chance to win millions. Am I? No, certainly not. There's a better chance of me getting killed by a vending machine. But I'm doing it because it's nice to dream. If the Patriots go to the playoffs. That just means, hey, we're in it. It could be fun to watch. And I get an extra week of watching the Patriots. He told me that. I was like, you, sir. Yes. Are not- it's easy to be a cynic, dare to be an optimist. I like that, sir. I was That's like, what I I'm like saying. it. Just, just enjoy because it's fun. Because I think, it, and it's kind of not stress free because it's very stressful. But you oh, don't definitely. have the you don't have the added stress of expectations. I think yes. is what it is. You know, it's not like this is Tom Brady where it's like we got to get there. We it's like no, yeah. it's like you know what? Let let's just fuck around and maybe bounce someone in the first round. Like holy yeah. shit! Can you imagine if let's, the Patriots let's pulled ruin out the hopes win? and dreams of another franchise? Imagine, <laughs> just imagine if the Patriots pulled out an upset win over over the, the Bills Chiefs or the Bills. Oh, what, dude, if they beat the Bills, oh it would all God. be worth it. This I would season, this season day. would be a win to me. That this season would be a win to it me. Would. Now again, don't I get me wrong. Berate. You still want the changes? Yeah. But like Elon, I, I, Elon would have to remove me in cuffs from Twitter for the hard everybody would block. I would everybody say. would yeah. block. I would lose friends, family. Yeah. I would say disgusting, disgusting yeah. things to Bills fans. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I would be, I would be a mess. Yeah, you hear, um, hear that, Al? Your co-host, he's not safe if the Patriots beat the Bills, and it's not going to happen. So that's but, fine. But I will oh create. Boy. I will. We'll be oh, out of talking boy. takes. Will be from oh, us. Man. Um. Speaking, listen, speaking of playoffs. Listen, listen, you guys, this is this is what I say to you guys. And I've said the same thing to my friends. I said, listen, if these bozos come after you and they do what they like to do, which is stir the bozos. pot. <laughs> stir, but you're my bozos. So I, I, right. I, I, you know, but if you stir the pot and you do whatever, you're falling into the trap. So you know what? If you choose to get upset by it, they're doing exactly what they want to do. Then we win. So we get the just, best satisfaction out of you, that. You, then, we want to make that's them cry. I, I say they get the satisfaction of seeing you get all flustered. Do yeah. what I do. Just ignore them 70% of the time, then yeah. 30% of the time. Yeah. Come up with something clever. Definitely. Yeah, it's it's simple. It, it, it's very simple. I mean, but yeah. I I will say, though, if if the Patriots do do – do bounce the bills in the playoff. God, imagine oh. if they win back to back weeks. Yeah. Oh. Last week of the year, and we then would again, be oh, insufferable. We would be insufferable. Um. Oh, speaking speaking of that, by the way, um, Bills game coming up. Uh, as of right now, it is still Sunday at one. Um, who knows if that's going to change or get pushed or anything with you know the Bengals and Bills game. Um, maybe they, 
I, I don't know, maybe both teams end up playing on next Thursday. It's a short week for both of them. I don't know what they're going to do. But as of right now, the Patriots are playing the Bills this weekend. Um, guys, what do you give their chances to win? Oh, Al, take the reins on this one. You're logical, and I'm going to get illogical. <clears throat> oh, wow. Someone called me logical. Thank you. I'm going to get uh, logically illogical when it comes to me. There's going to be guy. reasons. So you got to look at it one of two ways. If the Bills are really comfortable with what they're doing, they're like, you know what? We're going to take our chances. We'll probably get the Patriots or maybe we'll get the Chargers or something in the first round. If they sit all the starters in case Keenum's playing, I love the Patriots' chances of winning on yep. Sunday. But if yep. they have something to play for and it's like, you know what? We want that one seed. We want the bye. We want to get, you know, our our basically our slim pickings of what, what's going to be left. And you get the lowest seed of whoever wins, then they play the starters. Then I don't love the chances. I, I just, I don't because Buffalo has proven right now that, and I'm saying right now that they can lose in the, better, the first round. They're the better team. They're uh, the better yeah. team right now. They're the better team. I'll give it to them. They with are. With I will the concede in. that. They I'll are. never say that. They, they are. They're, 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 they on, <laughs> they are on paper and have proven on the field that they are more talented. I know you had the 14-10 win. Patriots had that 14-10 win. You know, we're not – it was a good win, but guess what? The other times, even in 2020, the Bills have had your number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they have. Liam, what do you think? Give it to us. Oh, so I was thinking somewhere along the same lines. Uh, if they bench the starters, I'm very confident. If they have the regular starters, I'm still fairly confident. Um, I think Fuck yeah. it, it, it comes down to one of those things where it's like uh, the Patriots against the Giants in week 17 of 2000. Uh, seven, they played them in the last week of the season. The Patriots didn't want to put or didn't care about putting stuff on tape, so they unleashed the whole playbook. Had you know, the Randy Moss touchdown, did all their normal stuff, and it was a great game. And the Giants held on, and then they Mm -hmm. saw them in the Super Bowl. The Giants knew exactly the plays that they were running. The Patriots didn't try and hide anything, so the Giants had a better chance. It depends on how arrogant the Bills are because if they whether even if they rest or play their starters, if they rest their starters, they'll probably use a dumbed down playbook. If they mm-hmm. play their starters and they use their normal plays and whatnot, then they're very confident, very arrogant. I can't imagine another head coach who is probably in the position he is now, having looked up to Bill Belichick through his whole, you know, growing up and maturing into being a head coach. For him to say that we can put all our stuff on tape and the Patriots still won't beat us the next week. That's extremely arrogant and extremely bold. And that Mm -hmm. is not a favorable position to be in whether the Patriots are the Foxborough junior high team and the bills are an all decade team. I still don't like those odds. So it just depends to me how arrogant the bills get. If they put a lot on tape and the Patriots win, Uh, that's a terrible spot for the Bills to be in. I like the Patriots even more. So this is truly, there's so many variables. I don't know how I feel about the Patriots, but I think uh, just out of sheer desperation, uh, it's not about the dog in the fight. It's about the fight and the dog. Go with the Patriots, baby. Fuck the Bills. Yeah, baby, let's go. (laughs) reason they all went extinct in the late 1800s. They got smoked. There we go. Yes, sir. I, I love it. I, uh, so I, I think we're all in agreement. 
if the Bills rest even some of their starters or whatever, I, the the Patriots are most likely going to win. Um, yeah. You know, if if Case Keenum, come on, you would you would think, yeah, I mean, even or you know, dig like whoever. I, I yeah. you got to think that they're going to win that one. Um, but kind of looking at it, it it's going to depend on how healthy the Patriots are. I mean, it's really Jack Jones, Marcus Jones. Give me one of them, please. Jack, uh, Jack, Jalen, uh, Jack, apparently Jack that doesn't fucking matter though. Like we oh, held yeah, Devontae yeah, yeah. Adams in check IR, without right, him. Yep. Yeah. But like we held Devontae Adams in check without those guys. Like you don't even really need them. Like Bill Belichick will roll anyone out there and they seem to be well, doing okay. Some good news. Jalen Mills is back at practice. That's why I just, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just looked it up. So, I mean, if you have, you have Jalen Mills, hopefully Marcus Jones comes back from his concussion. Um, you, you never really know how that's going to go. Um, you got Jonathan Jones back there. That's a, that's a solid a solid group to have back there. Um, they, you know, obviously Marcus Jones on offense too. He, he can provide some things. Um, I, I mean, you know, how much, how much, how much stock do you put in the Patriots defense to, to keep this game, to keep this game close? I think that's really what it comes down to. Um, but a lot because, of it, because the bills put a lot on tape in the first game too. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think what it, what it ultimately comes down to as it mostly does with with my thoughts and how I pick when it comes to Patriots games. It Bill Belichick is the coach of this team. I have to, I have to think this is a must win game. You have the veterans in the locker room that know you got Judon, Slater, McCordy, I mean Adrian Phillips, the list goes on. They they know this is a must win game. They knew last week was a must win game. And I know the offense looked a little shitty from time to time, but still defense made plays, offense didn't screw it up you know, they still pulled it out. Maybe this is half with my head, half with my heart. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna pick the Patriots to win because I I want to continue to watch them play. And I also, I mean, the defense is playing very, very good right now. You know, if they can if they can start to get if they can get some sort of pressure on Josh Allen, you don't even have to sack him. Just get him, you know, running around doing whatever. Do what it's you did like, in the first do what you didn't in the first game. Finish plays. Yeah, that's Mac that's Brown, really what it comes down him. to. Yeah, you just tackle them. Just, just, just don't, God, don't beat yourselves. That's what it comes down to. Because we're asking for one game. It doesn't need to be a, 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 a outstanding demolishment by the Patriots to the Bills. Just pull out a win. However, yep. you need to do that. Just yeah. get get off the field. Get in the red zone, score touchdowns. Don't just kick field goals. Uh, the fact that this is in Buffalo, a little alarming, giving everything going on in Buffalo. So, you know, the crowd is going to be crazy there. They're going to be, you know, pulling for the team to win, pulling for the Bills to win. Um, obviously, they would anyways. But, you know, there's just a little added juice now. Um, and, and I'm not saying they're using Hamlin's injury. I, I can see it's it now. Hashtag do it for DeMar. There. Yeah, that it, it's going to be that type of stuff. And I mean, you know, not Demar's going to be real sad that, when the Bills lose. Not even to say that in a in a in a bad way that you know because they're not using his injury as motivation, but it's one of those things. You know, someone gets hurt, it's like you know we're going to go win this game for you. But I just there's something about being on the road that kind of brings together a team, and I think this team does that very well. They they do kind of come together. Now, if those come together is result in wins or losses, who knows? But um, I, I'm going with the Patriots. I think that it's going to be very, very close. It's not going to be a fun game, um, at all. 
Uh, it's going to be very close all the way down to the end, but I don't know. I just think the Patriots win by four points. Um, I think it's going to be something very, very close like that. Maybe Josh Allen has a turnover to, you know, before the half at the, towards the end of the game. I don't know. Um, you know, this, the Patriots have more picks than anybody this year. So, you know, they got more defensive touchdowns than anybody this year. Like yep. what, what happens if Josh Allen throws a pick six and, you know, the Patriots are now up 13 to three or 13 to nothing, you know, God forbid. Um, so I don't know. There's, there's so many possibilities that can happen. I could see the Patriots losing as well, but I'm picking them to win. I don't know what the score is going to be. Um, actually fuck, I know what the score is going to be. It's going to be 19, 17. That's going to be the score. Oh, it's going to be a weird score. A dusty score. Weird score because I do think some Patriots drives are going to stall. I think yeah. that four, uh, four of them. Yes, and, and no. I'm also thinking missed missed extra points too. That's going to factor in. Um, asshole, you know, and I I think that's going to factor in as well for the Bills, and they might try to go for two here. I don't I don't know, but yeah. um, I'm picking the quick, Patriots. I want to see. Quick aside, do you guys like Nick Falk? Yeah, because Thank I think every kicker for some reason has been sucking the last like couple weeks. Do you guys notice that? <clears throat> yeah, that... I haven't. I don't know. I I'm I'm still I'm still rocking with Polk. I I still I think he's old. I want him out of here. He's, he's yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the couple good years, but might be time to move on. Yeah, oh, he just annoys for me sure. to look at. For sure, you got to start looking elsewhere. Where I think they need to look elsewhere, and it sucks that you know he's not playing. It sucks that Jake Bailey isn't here because Mike Pilardi is. Trash. Yeah, yeah, he's not good. Tra- I don't even know if his first name. His first is Mike. game was good. His first game was good. What After happened that, to Jake Bailey? I, yeah, what was his leg? I think something. Yeah, something like that. that. Something. I don't, I don't know, even remember the injury. Just, yeah, it. Just, my God, it, these thirty-five yard punts. Can you shove them up your ass? I don't. Yeah. Goodness. He, he lets T- Skyler Thompson. Get good field position and score on the last drive. Skyler Thompson. Sound it, that doesn't even sound like a real name. That sounds like no. the bad guy in like a sounds Marvel like a WNBA movie. player. Skyler, it does. Yeah, it does. You're right. Look at that. Um, but yeah, so I think uh, I think we're all still pulling for the Patriots to win, even though Al doesn't want them to make the playoffs. Yeah. Doesn't like Mac Jones. Al, that whole, yeah. that whole thing. <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> that old chestnut. Um, but but yeah, I think um, this. I am. Thinking about this game gets me stressed. My hands are getting sweaty. So do you guys have any final parting words for the first episode, by the way, of 2023? And hopefully not the last episode of the 2022 Patriots season. Do you uh, parting parting words? Happy New Year. Hope Tamar Hamlin's okay. And uh as of this recording, yes. the Patriots are still undefeated in 2023. That is true. And I Let's just go. gotta say. This entire year, I'm expecting us to dominate the Bills this season, next season. Fuck the Bills. Fuck everything about their franchise. We're going to beat them. Hopefully, we beat them in the playoffs. If we match up with them, bad day to be a Buffalo Bill. Fuck them. Yeah. um, I, yeah. Happy, happy new year. Obviously, um, just Matt Patricia, just don't get in your own way. That is my parting word. Just do what works just what, what he should do is go to mac and go your offense call all the plays just, just sling it just go buddy, out there who do you want out there throw. kendrick Bourne? Yeah. i'll give you kendrick Bourne. you know what like, pick your own person Parker, suit up concussion or not yeah. just get out there like there are any free um, agents you like we can pick some somebody up late in the season just anything let's get like, yep it's all yours you are the so coach you are the offensive play caller go nuts can matt patricia line up his fullback 
do we know? Because him, <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson running behind him. Can you imagine Patricia poking people with a pencil on the way on the way to the end zone? I'd just be afraid if he ch- puts his chin strap on, it will push his beard up into his face. Ah, and he won't be able to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, but then right. again, well, he's gigantic. Just roll him forward. Exactly. Yeah, him. yeah. Just shove the ball in his pads and roll him yeah. around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so for Big Al, Liam McDade, I'm Mike Sullivan. Uh, go Pats. Happy 2023. Um, and yeah, just please, just thoughts, 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 and thoughts and prayers for this offense. That, yep. That's what I got to say. Send the Bills fans to the zoo. There, there it is. <laughs> All right, go bro. Pats. <laughs>